bonus level. Hey guys, and welcome to level five of the bonus level podcast. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to be covering all sorts of things, including uh, the evolution of mobile gaming. We're going to be talking about horror movie logic, as well as our normal weekly segments. And of course, Josh has a bone to pick again. I'm joined, of course, by my lovely co-hosts, uh, Josh and Luch. Josh, why don't you say hi? What's up? <laughs> and Luch? Yo. <laughs> okay, so uh, now we know that every time Josh introduces himself, uh, Luch is going to do the same style. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, welcome back to the Bonus Level Podcast. Thanks for being here. And uh, if you know if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If it's your fifth time joining us, then we love you. Or wait, no, we love the we love everybody. Dang it! Yeah. You, see, now it just seems like I only love the people that have been here every week. So we just love them that, more. That's all. We, that's true. How, how's uh how's your week going? Who are you talking to? Both of you. Gosh, what I got to direct I mean, we can't talk you at directly. the same time. I like, asked you both. I want you both to answer me at the same time. Ready? One, two, three, go. Wow. That's <laughs> neither of you. You first, I'm no Josh. Long, I'm, I'm no longer the host. Yeah. You first, Josh. Josh, go first. I will go first. Um, <laughs> now, the week's been good. It's been nice and busy. Uh, haven't had much time to think about anything it's just been this week's been flying by i've had stuff going on at the kids school um multiple days um working with photo shoots and all kinds of crap and then i'm trying to get ready for the flight on friday can't wait yeah buddy Uh, i feel like you said the same thing last week though for your week was your week the same as it was the week before pretty much what i mean like it's the same (laughs) kind of stuff like it's bouncing all over the place where i've had you know throughout the week people will call or text and go, Hey, can you come shoot this house? Or, Hey, you know, I want to set up a shoot for this, or I'm working with getting somebody into a house right now. So it's been a little bit all over the place. That's awesome. Yes. Nice. Nice. Luch, what about you? Uh, you know, uh, working as usual, uh, fallout 76 beta just came out today. So super excited to be playing that. We know where you're going to go. And I get to play it. You. <laughs> And um, other than that, I mean, work, uh, uh, I mean, not much, not much else really. Wow. You doing anything crazy this weekend? Uh, you know what? There was this party I got invited to, but I think I'm too cool for the cats that go there. Oh, that's probably true. So, I mean, you know, but uh, I mean, other than that, I got a, uh, a pretty sweet uh, podcast, Halloween podcast that I will be uh, uh, hosting at uh, this Friday. I don't know if uh, if you've for, heard about it. For, Very for excited our, about yeah. that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. For our devoted followers and fans, um, we'll be recording our very first uh, all live in-person episode. And it'll be the Halloween special. It'll be coming out next week on Halloween. Our weekly release falls exactly on the 31st of October. So it's going to be perfect. And we're going to be recording it all at the same time. We have a very special guest joining us for the spooky stories and the amazing and haunted tales of years gone past um yeah so we're gonna be super super happy to uh to get to post that and that should be really fun so look forward to that next week um 
Uh, I love whenever I get to ask you those questions and then nobody asks me how my week was. We're, we're it's getting fine. to that point. No, no. It, it's, if I have to bring it up, it's too late. And, and, you know, so. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't really have to start with you. didn't pause yeah. it. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, that's, Luch, you know, just, he was he was in the middle what? of talking about his weekend yeah, and then you, the podcast and then just, that he was doing. No. And then he went straight yeah. into yours. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, so, like, so, like, excuses. so, 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 Jack, how, how was your week? You know, it's been really hectic, right? You know, work's been really hectic. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me more. A lot, of, a lot of things going on. You know, we had a, a, we're in what's called a new product initiative, which means we work more and longer hours and all of that. It's a little hectic and crazy. And um, that's really all that I really wanted to go into detail about that because today was my day off. So I don't want to think about that too much. But yeah, it hasn't been bad other than that. And, uh, you know, still just relaxing, working on the house, getting it ready for the party. But uh, yeah, speaking of that, um, something in the news, right? So I'm sure anybody that's listening already knows. Uh, so today they're drawing again what's the biggest, what, the biggest lottery in history, right? Yeah. The biggest payout in history. The, the, the winner's going to get over a billion dollars after everything's said and done. Whoever <laughs> really? wins. I've, I never pay attention to this stuff, so I, I didn't know that it got to that high. Yeah. I mean, like I... The win- yeah. I don't normally get lottery tickets, but like from a from a pot that big, and my guts are squishing around because like I feel I feel good about it. Uh, I, I had to get some tickets, so um, uh, guys, yeah. are looking at the next uh, uh, billionaire. <laughs> Wouldn't that be States. awesome? Yeah, I mean, so obviously in the news, everybody's you know trying to get their their uh, their ticket in, right? If you don't play, you can't win, kind of thing. But the pro- the problem is, is that for every person that plays everybody's odds go down again by one more person, right? So uh, you're just no, exponent- no, the exponentially. odds don't go down. So the odds are based on the amount of numbers. So you have to get six numbers ranging from uh, one to 70 and then one to 25. So the odds are one in uh, 312 million. Now it won't go up or down depending on how many people pick it. Oh, okay. Multiple people can win. win so yeah, no matter yeah, what it is. You have the same yeah. numbers, yeah. Two people you. can play. You still have uh, one you say, 312 million? One out of three hundred and twelve million. Yep. Yeah. But the payout is over my, one point some billion. My favorite billion, right? tweet was someone was saying something like that. Uh, you go and you pay six dollars, you get a lottery ticket, and you have a one in three hundred and twelve million chance of winning. And they're like, or you can go to Taco Bell, spend six dollars, and you have a one in three chance of getting what you actually ordered. <laughs> yeah, I, I like saw it. that. I <laughs> it's saw like that. it's a fun game. All true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right uh that that begs the question though right so it's in it's a something that's going on and everybody's thinking about it everybody's having their hypothetical discussion luch and i you have you know you and i had this discussion the other day mm-hmm. um josh what would you do mm. if you won a lottery not even so let's just say in this situation it doesn't even have to be this 1.5 billion right because 1.5 billion billion is like this crazy astronomical number so if you won a lottery, say it was, you know, 10 million and you got paid 10 million or whatever, what would you do with the money? Uh, so this is very easy. <laughs> All right. Oh, but, uh, yes. So like my, my main frustrations um, over the past couple years that have been money related stuff have been being able to go do things that I want to do when I want to do them. Um, it would definitely be getting a private jet and someone that can 
Like, cause I doubt that all my friends and family are going to want to move to a giant compound that I could buy and turn into a really sweet place. But I'd still think that a lot of people would be like, no, so I want to stay in my own place. That's cool. I'll come see you. If I want to come see you tomorrow, I could do something like that. That's the kind of luxury that I don't have at this point. So being able to fly down to Tampa or fly out to Seattle to see a friend or fly out to Texas or my brother's in South Korea right now to be like, dude, he's going to, you know, go out this weekend and they're, they're going to the Philippines to go scuba diving. It's like, that sounds awesome. I want to go and I could be there. Like that kind of stuff I think would be awesome. Um, Yeah. I think that's my main thing would be, be able to travel when I want to travel at any point. Hmm. All right. So what are you going to do with the other 8 million? (laughs) Uh, Well, well, definitely I would not, um, I would work only what I wanted to work. Um, Right now that would be 100% photography. I would not do, I don't think I would do anything else uh, unless it was something that I, I started having fun with. I would probably get some video camera equipment so I could really get into that, but it would be a lot of the photography type stuff. And it would be really cool to be able to offer my services for free. Like what's true to not have to charge people for what I do. You know, if, if, uh, cause if what I'm doing, I enjoy enough and I have the money that I don't need to charge, it would be really cool to do that kind of thing. Like paying it forward. And it's like, Hey, I'm going to do this for you. You know, you take care of someone else today, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, that'd be that, a, ten, that 10 million is going to run out real fast there, Josh. <laughs> no. 10 million. Well, you'd be surprised. Look, look up know. the TV show, uh, how the lottery ruined my life or something like that. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm well, more concerned I mean, with. You're, you're going to hear, you're going to hear from family members you didn't even know existed. Oh my well, God, exactly. gosh. I haven't seen you since you were, since you were a fetus. And I'll go, Hey, that's crazy. I just got a private jet. I'll come see you right now and say, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> They were like, yeah, but that's great and all, but can you just, you you don't need to do all that. You can just write me a check, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That that kind of situation would be interesting. It's, I don't know. Um, Hmm. Uh, Lucha, what, so, um, wasn't there like some law that you discovered about gifting money though? It's not really a law. It's just a tax. So it, apparently there's like a gift tax. You can't really, uh. Uh, like just go ahead and give people money. Apparently, I didn't know that. So I can't. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, uh, um, when you give like an exorbitant amount of money to people, you have to apparently tax it. Yeah, and like it's yeah. like uh, it's anything below fifteen thousand is what mm. it is. So uh, the gift exclusion amount is fifteen thousand. So I can go ahead and give you fifteen thousand right now if I won, but what it is past that you have to get it taxed. Which what is what happens if you give me fifteen thousand every week? No, no, oh, no. Yeah. I think it's on a per year basis. Oh uh, yes, it's annual. Annual. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, all right. Yeah, so it's annual. Wait, what? So basically, what you'd have to do that would make more sense is set up an LLC, a company, and then hire me as an employee with a with a federal tax ID. And then just pay me a salary. All right. Well, first off, okay, I don't plan on just giving anybody 15K outright. A week. Or anything above, <laughs> above that. We're talking about a plan for tax evasion live a on week. here. I'll tell you what, though, guys. <laughs> if uh, if I do win the billion uh, bonus level podcast and the bonus level media company will 
be taking much, much higher heights. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. We're next all week, full-time next week you will see us on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, full-time employees. Oh, yes. We're just going to buy MTV, cancel every show that's on there, and then we'll be on 24-7. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. I would. Yep. I, that's, I would, I would I like that. I mean, what would you guys do with your money? Is my idea stupid? No, I like your idea. I think that your yours is very simplified. I don't think that you uh, elaborate. I mean, I, I should have given you a time limit to like, you know, keep it crunched. Oh, in I mean, I could, could still, probably... I could definitely think of more ideas of, of things that I would like to spend my money on, but I didn't want to have like a thirty minute like, yeah, yeah, exactly. monologue of like, well, I want to go buy this and I want to go buy. So, this. so what about what about housing and like cars? Yeah, you know, making cars. sure that your money is protected as well. Because like you don't just, I'm not, first thing, I'm not going to just fucking like uh, sign that thing and then off to the, off to Tallahassee, I'll leave tomorrow. Just go ahead and call you guys real quick, guys. You wouldn't understand. Oh no, I would definitely, uh, depending on the amount of money that I made, it would be very, very cool to buy a a small island or a little like a resort area, like down in South America where money goes a lot further just have a nice tropical beach. I got my jet to be able to get back in town to hang out with people and stuff like that. But like a, a little getaway area in a tropical place like that. Yeah. Getaway. That, I'm living there. And, uh, and yeah, you know, you I'm can moving be, there. be relaxing on your island as a uh, Somali pirates just come and invade your lands. And if you uh, have enough money to buy everything. an island, you have enough money to, to buy and pay for a private uh, mercenary. Militia. So yeah, then, so then, so then Josh is going to be the next, Austin Powers villain. Yeah, right. Just chilling at his island, just surrounded by mercenaries. There's a big thing with like money. You need money to make money or having money will, will open more opportunities to make money. Like setting up a, a business or an enterprise or, or working on those different type things, I think would be a, yeah, you, you make, know, you, I, make you want money that money to, yeah. to continuously work for you. You don't want to, to go spend it all on crap. I, I don't know. I, I think way too logically about this kind of stuff that I'm, I'm probably not. No, smart. You, no, no, you're smart. You, it's you, you, you take your money and you, oh, the, the things that you, the, yeah, the things that you buy, you have to make sure that it's going to be a good return on your investment. You know, if you buy a car, you know, yeah, it, you might buy a, buy a car, but you can also turn around and sell that and get most of your money back. You know what I mean? Like, so you have yeah. car, whether it's cars, houses, things, you have assets. things that, Things that have, yeah, that, that I have would equity. Definitely, though, I would love to take, I don't know, some large amount, $50,000, $100,000 to like a fight and place it all on one person to win. You know, like something crazy like that. Like, all right, we're going to, you know, some big sporting event. We're going to get the, the sweet seats or like right there ringside or whatever it may be. And then mm-hmm. dropping a ton of money on a bet, so that way when you win to to either like you lose and it's like crap. Like I want to feel that super low or that super high of realizing, holy crap, we just won like you know yeah, a thousand yeah, another, times a hundred thousand dollars, another hundred yeah, million or something. Yeah, stupid. I think that would just be insane. And then uh, as you get beat up behind the uh, the fighting ring. <laughs> And then have right. that hundred k taken away from you. Good thing no, you didn't not, bet on that Connor versus Kebab fight. That that's not right. how it works. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. Well, in the, actually, with my um, with my betting on fighters, I am wrong one hundred percent of the time. 
Every fight <laughs> that I've paid attention to over the past like four or five months, well, it's everyone that I've wanted to win. And I felt like in my gut, I was like, I think these guys can do it. Like that whole Rocky versus Drago and you're cheering for Rocky, even though your your brain's like, uh, Drago's going to murder him. Yeah. He's still like, I'm like, no, nah, Rocky's going to do it. He's going to pull it out. Every time do for it, Rock. the past couple months, every fight that I've picked, I've gotten wrong. So I know exactly what I do. I just go the opposite of what I would always do. <laughs> I like it. I mean, hey, what would uh, what would you do with your uh, your one point five billion dollars there, uh, there, Jack? Um, honestly, uh, I mean, I'd pay off my house. I'd probably buy a new house. Use this one as a rent. I do a lot of investing as far as that goes. Um, I, yeah, like Josh said, I I did I'd buy I start a company. I would. Uh, what about the juicy stuff? Come on! All right, everybody's going. Okay, to hold this. on! Everybody's going by. Hold, hold on! I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting there because we're gonna we're gonna compress this to a one minute answer per. per all right, all right, all right. So right. Well, well, Josh is already at fifteen minutes, so I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I'd, I'd invest. I do a lot of that. Make the money work for me. But ultimately, I would probably like open up my like what I wanted to do originally. Uh, I wanted to have like a a cafe on like at the beach, like a beachside restaurant yeah. slash bar, but also have like a PC cafe. Cause there's a lot of people I think out there like me that enjoy the nerdy gaming, you know, the, the comic books and all of the nerdy stuff, but also really enjoy drinking and being at the beach and being outside and like doing all these things it's like the hybrid right you everybody thinks the of, of a, stereo, a stereotype of like oh well people that play video games and are into nerdy stuff only stay inside and they, you know they're pasty and blah 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 like it doesn't have to be that way i love all of that stuff but i also love being outside right and being you know in the sun and being at the beach and being at a bar and so i would open a bar that served great food and drinks that was by the beach that also had like a place to play every single video game console PCs that, that you could just hang out and, and play video games with your friends or online or whatever. Yeah. And just have like this really cool chill spot. And that's ultimately what I would do. Okay. That's I like nice. it. I live it. music, live music, yeah. nights. live music at Venue night, comedy to the like back of the building. Of, yes. Yeah. Comedy during the week. And then you have like metal bands on the weekend. I like it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. What about you, Luch? You got two, you got a minute and a half. Uh, well, I would uh, resurrect the uh, Furby toy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else would I do? Uh, you know what? I if if I if I if I could, I mean, uh, it probably wouldn't happen. I would like to bring back the game WildStar if possible. Like, I don't I was, know what that is. It's an MMO. It's a great game. Okay, didn't, didn't right. need to die. Didn't need didn't need to fail. Uh, you know, I would get myself a decent house, uh, travel with my wife. Uh, Start considering having kids, maybe, and then, uh, oh yeah, and um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would, I would probably go back to school too, like you know, just go to school for the heck of it. I know my wife agrees with me on that. You one. would make it one day. No, you, your alarm clock would go off in the morning, and you're like, "Fuck this." <laughs> going back uh, to I'm, I'm, not going I'm to too class. rich. I'm too rich to go to school. This is yeah, stupid. I mean, be, I, no but like, take way. like a cool one, like like, uh, out of like archaeology. You know, like some some awesome. Like I don't I don't need to like go to school yeah, for that. Are you the, are you the next Alan Grant? 
Yeah. Oh my God. Go hire Alan Grant to hang out with you for a day. Don't go to class. Go, hey, I'm going to go actually look at dinosaur bones. So I'm going to hire a scientist and I'm going to pay him a grand or two for the day just to hang out with me and let's go look at this stuff. No, like it's called a a paleontologist. Okay. If you're going to talk about dinosaur stuff, at least get it right. Gosh. Or, or just, or just interrupt me. I was telling you guys about just seeing red. You you already had your time, Josh. Okay. His lies of going to school when he has a billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. And, uh, hey, hey, and, hey, and I'm sorry, hey, Luke, your time is hey. up. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, all right, all right. Just, just, uh, just, um, uh, no, no, Josh, Josh got on my mind. That's I can't it. do it anymore. It's over. No, it's done. It. And, uh, <laughs> it, you know what? It's time to pick some bones. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. God. It is. Yes. I I have some bones to pick with just everybody in the world. <laughs> just everybody oh no. was last week. You can't do everybody. Yeah, you can't use everybody again. It's, no, it's not. Be, no, okay. I need the name of the person that insulted you and or made you upset. Ooh, I can't call yeah. people out on Oh, that. no, you have to call. Oh, come on. If her name's like Nancy, it's not going to make a big deal. It's not like that. It's well, I, I'm not going into names. We're gonna skip over the names, but oh it's my people God. that I've been dealing okay. with recently. Anyone that has to deal with other people in their job, that other people may have to pass through you to get their job done. Like, don't suck at your freaking job. Like, have a little bit of self pride in what you're doing. The the fact, I mean, I can't tell you how many different times that. I need to get something done, but I personally, because of my job title, what I have access to, whatever, I can't do it for somebody. So I have a customer on one end. I'm trying to help them out. I have to go through someone else through either my own company or something like that to get this thing done. And it just completely falls apart. Nothing's happening or they're telling me that something is can be done. So it's like, awesome. Great. We get off the phone. I tell the customer, yeah, should be done here in the next 30 seconds. We'll be good to go. And boom, nothing happens. You call back up and you can't find that person because they apparently don't work there anymore. Like, I don't know if you guys ever had to deal with that crap. Hold on, Josh. First of all, first of all, what, 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 when you say pride in their job, okay, I'm not going to go to McDonald's expecting the person at the front register to be like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. We have a special with the McRib today. Buy two for $4. Is there anything I can help you with today, sir? No, like, like when you say pride in your job, like, you have to love that job. No, and if there's like, no, no. I, no. Hold on. I hold completely on. disagree. I completely agree with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Jack take this rebuttal for me. Okay, so all right, so listen, there's a difference between loving your job and having the respect for the fact that you are getting paid to do a job and therefore you don't get to take it out on anybody else that you don't love your job. Whenever I go to McDonald's, you get the person you're talking about at McDonald's that's getting paid more than minimum wage, by the way. They hire these these kids at you know 16 years old and making more than minimum wage. And all you have to do is punch things into a register and hand people their food in the drive-thru. There's no reason to have an attitude, to have dirty look on your face, to roll your eyes, or to have any sort of uh, negativity about you. I came to the restaurant to, and I, and I say restaurant very lightly, of course. I don't. I very rarely go to McDonald's. Yeah. But um, 
whenever you, you go there and you pay for food or pay for a service, the person that's providing that service, no matter whether they like the job, whether they, they don't, they don't get to um, put off their bad attitude onto me as a customer of the whatever establishment it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. It doesn't matter how much they hate their job. Taking pride in your work can simply come down to the fact that you should have respect for the fact that you have a job. And if you don't like that job, you should do whatever you can to get a better job. Okay. So, so, so here's my rebuttal to your rebuttal. Okay. (laughs) One thing, one thing about that is like, first of all, okay. If you walk up to a McDonald's person, you, you know, have a simple transaction. Hey, I'd like a, I'd like a a spicy, I don't know why I was about to say Thai. Give me a spicy chicken sandwich and a sweet tea. You give them their money or you give them your money, you give them whatever. All right. And then, but not every transaction is like that. Like you also got to understand, like, you know, there are some customers that will come up, not by, by the way, guys, I don't work at McDonald's. I've never worked at a McDonald's. So this is just me from watching too many vines. Um, but like, like when you walk up and then it's like, uh, then it's like you have somebody screaming at you because you, they don't have any chicken nuggets. Yeah, but we're not talking about those people. I'm not talking about the the customers. I'm not talking oh, no, 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 about, but, about but customers. The, but I'm talking about the person behind that. That of would course. make my day. That would turn my day upside down. It, it doesn't matter. You work in a, you work in customer service. You see terrible people all day, every day. You know what I mean? No, yeah, there's well, a, uh, hold on. I I completely understand like both sides of things because I I have dealt with crappy crappy customers and people that I'm just like I wish this person would get out of my face and I could care less about them and stuff like that. But then there there's sometimes I mean just like what Jack's saying like. You know, if I walk into a place and, you know, I order something and they give me something like I went into a Sonic the other day and I ordered a burger. Um, Hold on, Josh. Did you go into a Sonic or did you drive up? Oh, I did. I did. I did the drive up thing. Exactly. Use your uh, correct. To to the Sonic, I ordered my little Texas melt thingy, whatever it's called. Um, It's like the burger with barbecue sauce on the the toast Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, The Sonic heart stopper. I'm familiar. Yes, they gave it to me. I drove off. I'm eating it. I'm taking bites, and I realized that there's no burger in my burger. You did not have that. Please tell me that oh really didn't God. happen to you. There was did that a- really happen to you? Are you making this up right no, now? I, I'll go get my mommy right now, and she will verify because <laughs> she was in the car as well. <laughs> but no, seriously, I had the buns. I had the lettuce, the tomato, everything on it. There was no burger on my freaking burger. Did it like slide out of like in between your buns and just land on your lap? No. It sounds it was, weird. It was nowhere. And, and I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I understand that mistakes and stuff like that can happen, but... You know, like I said, taking what happened? But did they did fix it? Get, did you go get go get it? Fixed? No, oh, I was already like driving home, and I was like, I'm not freaking turning around and going back. Then that's your fault. No, no, no. Like that's uh, a simple mistake. You could have driven around or called them, and then they'll be like, Oh, dude, exactly. I'm so sorry about that. We'll get I you a free burger tomorrow. Something like that. But at the same time, like like I said, that that to me wasn't a big enough deal that I'm really going to, you know talk about it on a podcast or anything. I'm just <laughs> saying that, you know, and and I'm not even like harping on fast food stuff because none of this was actually fast food related when I started thinking about it or anything. Um, you know, more of the the kind of stuff that I was uh, dealing with was, you know, like I said, of, of having a customer on one side of me and then, you know, a business on the other side of me and I'm the in-between guy. I'm sure at some points in your 
you know, your line of work, you've had to deal with the same thing where you can do a certain amount for your customer, but then there's things that are outside of your um, realm of what you work in that you have to go through something through your business or, uh, you know, partnering business or something like that. And that person just does not seem to care whatsoever that your customer needs help. Hold on. Hold on, Josh. All right. I worked at Publix. Okay. That was like my first major like corporate job, right? I worked in the deli at Publix. Are you familiar with Publix, Josh? Oh, yeah. All right. First of all, the deli was was where dreams go to die. Okay. (laughs) All righty. Let we me tell you about talk Publix. Bad about Publix on. on this Gosh. podcast, I'm just letting you know. Your 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 voiceover has already been like 80 percent of this. Like, <laughs> let, let someone else speak. Okay, I know you're excited, <laughs> but no. So, like at Publix, at Publix, right? They literally like tell you, "Hey, if a cut, I don't care if you're at the deli, the meat department, the fish department. If a customer comes up to you and asks you to bring him to the Lucky Charms, open up that box of Lucky Charms, pour it all over me, and then bathe me in milk." <laughs> You are supposed to do that for the customer. I'm not kidding. All right. That was a little bit of exaggerated. Damn not too straight. much, but, but I was, I was, all right. Lines of people at the subs. Like I'm making a pub sub, right? Everybody loves pub subs. Okay. Yep. Pub subs yes. are the best. Okay. Yes. Making lines of people during lunchtime. All right. Then this jackass comes right around the corner and he's like, Hey, uh, is there any way that you could, you know, help me see if there's any more, uh, um, uh, I think it was like a uh, high C at the time. Is I don't see any boxes of cartons of high C. Can you, can you find some for me? And then I'm like, uh, no, man, I'm sorry. I got like a bunch of customers. Then my manager goes, go tell them where the high C is. Oh my God. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me right now? Dude, that's and he's a like, manager no. situation. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking no, hold, about hold is on. that manager situation. Hold on. Hold on. And then I was like, all right. So then, all right. So I take off my gloves, right? Take off my gloves, take off my like chain mail gauntlets. Yeah. And then I go and wash my hands. Right. Hand sanitizer off, headdress off, apron off. Can't have those outside. Can't contaminate yeah. the boar's head. Best meat. <laughs> and then so I go and do what I'm doing. Go help this guy find the high C. I had to go in the back, get him his high C, bring it back. And I like, shit you not. I go back, get my chain mail gauntlets on, get my gloves on, get all my stuff on, wash my hands. Go back to making the next up. The next person comes back. Hi, I was wondering if you could please help me. Um, I'm looking for, I think it was like edamame. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And then I'm like, no, man, I'm sorry, I got into my mission. <laughs> what did I just say? I didn't know this rule. I'm going to try it out tomorrow. Dude, oh I'm, be, go walk up to someone and ask them to see if they can lead you somewhere. It will work 100% of the time, I promise you. Yeah. And then, like, there was this one time, I uh, just a quick side story. Like, I was just slicing some salami for this ra- lady, right? And then I had a, um, or for this gentleman, and then this gentleman just walks up to the window, slaps his hand on the glass, looks at me and goes, you know what? Never mind then. And then storms his, <laughs> storms off. I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at people like, what, what's going on? Because I'm generally really friendly with my customer service. And then yeah. the lady walks up to me and goes like, she's like, what did you do? I'm like, I have no idea. And then, and then she's like, I am so sorry that happened to you. And I'm like, I know. And so I gave her a salami because we have to throw that stuff away. Yeah. And she ended up like talking to like the manager and was like, yeah, some crazy guy went off on your employee. I ended up getting a free sub for it. Oh, nice. that, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm a, mainly in my personal 
what I was going through was stuff along the lines of like with your manager where it, I mean, I don't know in that story, you didn't really tell us what they were doing and, and things like that, but it's, it's, yeah, it's like, I have a lot of things going on. I asked someone, Hey, can you help out with this or what's going on with this? And they're just like, not my job, dude. And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, but. I mean, could you be a decent okay? Well, human? if that customer had common sense to go to the people who handle the stocking or to find out the dry items, not go so to the mad. deli and ask me, so I'm tilted mad. right now. Like, yeah. like, like. Okay, all right. So, so you see where the you see where the fish is, right? It's on the opposite end. All right, of Publix. Yes. Okay. Don't come up to me and ask me for some fucking fish. I don't serve fish. You see fish on the menu? No. I don't sell fish for you. Okay. I'm not going to go help you find some fish. Go to the fish people. There's a big sign that says fish. Okay, so oh, no. I think I think the moral of this story though is is about a balance. It's a balance of if you're a customer, try not to be a shithead. Take a look around. Exactly. Try to see what you can do. Like don't inconvenience someone just because you're too lazy to exactly. maybe look down something. Yeah, but but yeah. then also as as a person working somewhere, like you know, have some, like I said, a little bit of self-respect in what you do. Like try to do a good job with everything. If you're, whether it's making a sandwich for somebody, making sure that it's correct, or if you're having to, you know, work something out for somebody, even if you know that the second they hang up with you, they'll never be able to find you if their life depended on it. Still do a good job in your work because yeah. uh, I will uh, find you. Shout out to all the uh, public selling employees. If you guys ever want to order a sub, call ahead of time. It's guaranteed fast, so you won't have to wait in line, and it's easier on those uh, public selling employees. 100%. It's amazing. 100%. You just walk 100%. in and pick it up. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to add my little yes, uh, two cents at the end there um, because I think, like like you were saying, Josh, the, the idea behind it is ultimately customer service or not, whether a customer or in customer service and the other side of things, the general rule of thumb is to just be a decent human being, right? Just to Amen. be considerate of, of another person that's also doing a job or is, you know, whatever. The one doing I mean, the I, job. I, I think that everybody at some point in their life should have to work retail so that they should be set up for how they should treat retail employees. Like mm-hmm. if you work retail, you should know what it's like to have an absolutely awful human to deal with right like so those people that are walking up to you luch and you know being complete idiots right i mean i've been i've had all kinds of jobs in all different kinds of fields and i've been i've been threatened uh to be sued i've been threatened to have the police called on me i've been threatened to be uh met after work to to fight um i had i had uh i had a, a, a an adult male when i was in my early 20s he was probably in his late 40s with two kids uh threatened to literally like he wanted me to stop what i was doing with at work go outside and fight him in the parking lot and he had (laughs) one kid in each hand like he was so mad he he was going to use him as boxing gloves (laughs) i mean i've I've experienced everything from having to call security on a person that like wanted to fight me right in the store to having you know people threatening me after you know, after the transaction is done, like, and yeah. I, and like I said, it's, if you can't be a, a decent human being to another, another human in whatever scenario you're in, then, uh, you know, there's something, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And just it's stay not home and use Amazon bitches. Like, right. The sucky thing is that those, those same people, they're so toxic and cancerous to everything around them that they, they will be toxic to like the Amazon customer service oh, or yeah. to the, 
to the mailman whenever he drives up or the person that like comes to the door to drop the package off. Like they can't help themselves, but be so negative to everybody around them. And that's negative Nancy. So the, so the moral of the story is be, a, be a good person. Yeah. Just do the right thing. It doesn't, the, you don't know what kind of problem the person is that you're dealing with, what the kind of stuff they're dealing with in their life. You know, all of that stuff. You don't know what's going on with them. Just be a good person. Do the right thing. And uh, as far as like pride in your work, if you if you're doing a job and you're you've been paid to do the job, do the job. And if you don't like it, quit. Yep. End of story. Yeah, and That's then it. I mean, like, and I definitely agree with you. First of all, um, one thing, just a little side note, I feel bad for anybody who works retail in clothing stores because <laughs> every time I walk past something, there's like unfolded clothes, and I'll be like, I just folded that. <laughs> never, never, never worked in there. But um, you know, you know what folding clothes does to me? Folding clothes makes me extremely thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what time it is. Oh, you know what time it is. It's time time for the beer of the week. And you know what that beer of the week is, Luch? I don't actually. Oh, you don't. You don't know what the beer of the week is. Why? Why don't you know? I forgot it. Where where did you forget it? I left it at my refrigerator at work. <sighs> I know. All right, I hold know. on, ready? I'll start telling the story. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. Jack arrived at Luch's work. Two beers and a bag in hand. He towed up slowly, not having too much time on his hands. Rushing to the back, he quickly threw it in the refrigerator as Luch was helping some customers. Jack stared at Luch, a tear in his eye, slowly whispering, Goodbye. Jack left out the front door, leaving Luch all by himself. Those beers were never heard from again. No, but really, he left them at work. So now I'm the only one enjoying the beer of the week. That was that was very good. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, this week's this week's beer of the week is uh, Crooked Thumb Brewery's Pink Beer. It is a, uh, a very tart, very tarty tart mixed berry, Florida Weiss, and uh, I'm gonna enjoy it all by my lonesome. So. Oh, but but before that, to an ode an ode to the beer of the week, I'll give a nice little. How about that? That was a double. That was a good one. What was that? What was that? that a was soda? A <laughs> no. <laughs> Liar. Anyway, um, I'm pouring it now, and I'm gonna drink it myself. It's a nice rosy color. Mm. It's uh, it is a berry white, so it's uh, it's making me think grapefruit by your explanation because you're saying things like pink and tart. Um. Uh. No. It's more. Uh. Think more uh, like a raspberry. Okay. Berry flavor. Gotcha. I got my eyes closed mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying to taste it. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't know. It's excellent. It is excellent. Um I'll drink it at work tomorrow. Just a little side note. <laughs> uh it's called the pink beer. It's in a big it's a big pink can. Um proceeds from it go to um cancer research. So oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good tasting beer, nice fruity weiss with a uh with a good cost too. So it's really cool. So yes, I'm enjoying it myself and it is very, very delicious. <clears throat> if you can find it, you should try it out. 
Um, so, so I uh, while I'm enjoying this tasty beer, right, yes. and you guys aren't, I did want to, considering how it's still in October and we're still in the middle of my spooky month because this is my month, uh, I wanted to talk about something and kind of a piggyback on something that I touched on two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago, maybe three, when I was talking about logic in alien movies, right? So yeah, I wanted to kind of expand on that because... Uh, horror movies in general. So I've been watching, obviously, a lot of scary movies, mm-hmm. um, TV shows, that sort of thing with 31 days of horror going on. But there's something, right? Something, obviously, in the writing that you know, uh, writers use as a plot device to kind of push the story along. But also, there's something that happens to uh, the protagonist in horror films that makes them make questionable decisions, right? Yeah. So you have the you have the 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 old adage, you know, the killer's chasing and where does the where does the young girl go? She goes in the house and she goes upstairs mm-hmm. into a bedroom. Yeah, where where you're most with, safe and protected. With she goes into the bedroom with no windows, no way out, into a closet or under the okay. bed. Or yeah, yeah, right, right. So and that begs the question why? Right? Why do like what makes the person choose to be so cliche so it's so much to the point where you know whenever somebody makes fun of a horror movie they always you know you see like the the there was that one commercial i forget what it was for but it was either it was either like a, a cell phone commercial or like a insurance commercial where it was like the fake killer and even the killer was like shaking his head yeah they were like hey let's go run and hide in that in that shed full of chainsaws Oh yeah, no. We should go into the the haunted looking house and go upstairs, or like you know that whole yes, thing. Yes, I remember that. And then, and then the killer's like right behind them, like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, yeah, really. Right. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's so much a cliche that you know they it even gets made fun of, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, what? Obviously, a writing aside, is it something that is that is uh, stress induced, stress related, uh, pressure, anxiety, fear that makes people um, make bad decisions? Is that right. like, I, I know that it's kind of like, that's probably like a scientific proven fact of like when you're in a stressful situation, you don't think as clearly. So you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You, uh, you obviously run to the stairs to the left instead of the open door outside to the right. It's, it's, it's clear choice, but see, see, I want to, I want to, I want to put my little, um, uh, sense in here to the piggy bank of knowledge. Uh, one thing also, by the way, side note, do you remember the commercial, the Super Bowl commercial back in the day where they were like. Uh, picking up hitchhikers and they were all like uh, stereotypical murderous looking people but they had Bud Light in their hands yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was one of my favorite ones but uh, so one thing one thing I could say for that is probably writing what, definitely because in every single suspense killer thriller horror movie it's always you know the uh, the super popular teenage girl up in her room talking on her phone uh, you know it has to be a cord phone too with the, like the really long cord going in um, has to wear, you know, a baggy t-shirt with like the t-shirt neck going slightly over the shoulder, hair in a ponytail, right? Talking on her phone, uh, Caitlin. And, um, and, um, uh, we're going to call her Jennifer. So Jennifer's talking to her friend, Caitlin, right? Right. And then, uh, you know, the phone hangs up and goes all staticky. And then as soon as she's, uh, looking at a phone, you know, she checks the cord for some dumb reason. Don't know why oh my God, my phone turned off. Is the cord okay? And then she looks outside and then there's a figure out there and she's gasped. <gasps> she looks away for a second, looks back and then he's gone. Oh, yeah. must have been no one. Classic, Classic. you know, no, nothing's going on really. And then the lights go off and then she has to go uh, check the light switch. You know, there's not like a breaker box or anything in there that might have uh, some, uh, that's why That's why you never see him go to the breaker box because then you know that the 
uh, killer was there. So they don't go to the breaker box. You go turn on the breaker box. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, they go test the light switch and then they go walk through their house. They always go through the kitchen first and then they see another corded phone that leads to the first jump scare when it rings and then they pick (laughs) it up and then it's her friend Caitlin again and everything's all right. And then the killer appears through the uh, kitchen sink window, right? Yeah. And then the kitchen sink window, she starts running and then always the killer has to reach his hand through the kitchen sink window like he's going to crawl through there or something like that. I have no idea why. And then he'll make his way to like the back doors, break some windows, start chasing her. She'll do the thing where she's running so fast inside of her tiny two bedroom, one bath house that she runs into the wall crazily like into the narrow hallway. She runs, puts both hands on the and then starts running away. And then she'll go like uh, she'll trip, obviously, the, the, the dreaded trip. Okay, so she'll trip and then she'll have a fork in the road. Right. So you have a window in front of you. You have the hallway to the left to the stairs that takes you up to your bedroom, or you have the door to the right that will take you outside to your next door neighbor's house. So you can see clearly from, uh, that are still drinking their coffee on the front porch. Okay. Safety. Uh, now in some movies though, you know, they do go outside and then they'll try to get help from someone. And then that killer will murder them. Yeah, you never involve involve anybody else (laughs) because those people die. Even the cops, you can't call the cops. The cops show up and the cops die because the cops are just as stupid. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they'll be like nothing's going they're like, on they're like they, they, the cop will step out he'll put his hands on his uh on his uh his little belt you know and stick his thumbs in there and be like what seems to be the problem yeah and she'll be like there was there was a guy he was here he was chasing me and he's like uh, i don't see nobody and then and then knife like, in the little pause and then she's like <gasps> and he's standing right behind it, the cop and just stabs him it's like okay that, yeah, had, he goes for no the, the little um walkie talkie on his uh shoulder Oh yeah, on the shoulder and just like yeah. uh, this is uh, this is a uh, master oh, gunnery no- sergeant Connor Mason. <laughs> uh, seems to be the problem here. <laughs> and, anyways, uh, uh, but but anyways, so but they always go up the stairs, right? Jennifer's getting chased by um you know mass killer man number two thousand, and uh, she goes and then she always uh, goes to the corner, right? Right. It's either goes to the corner, puts both hands in the corner of the wall, and screams. Then you see a shadow go over her, and then you hear another scream, and then blood splatter on the wall. Right. Or so my, no, so time out. Time out. Because I feel like I feel like you're really you're really taking off with this this horror story <laughs> that you're writing yourself here, right? You're just going through the whole thing. It's, but that's it's not good. that's not it's my good. point though. Oh, you're, what you're, is the point? you're you're you I I like exactly what you're doing because you're you know, you're giving me the stereotypical this is what happens. Mm-hmm. But the problem the, the, the issue is why? Why is this why is that happening? Why is the, the same reason I was telling you that story for because it was awful writing. Okay. All right, so what? So you're blaming every horror movie stereotype and cliche on on just bad writing. They don't make they don't make r- correct decisions because of bad writing. They literally of- have to kill off a certain number of people to make it popular. Like I, that's how I honestly feel. It's like, all right, guys, so we're going to throw in a generic white person number two and then generic Asian person number one. Uh, the generic Asian person is going to be the funny one because that's how it is. And then uh, generic white person number two is going to have a sex scene and then they're both going to get murdered. Okay. I Yeah, and it's something that I've kind of debated because to me, generally, my favorite horror movies don't tend to have much of that stuff in it. If I find that there's too much where I can't relate to the characters because I think that they're pulling really stupid moves, mm-hmm. then it almost I just like – I'm like I can't I can't relate enough to really get in you know emotionally invested in it. Where if if there's a character in a movie that starts like 
28 Days Later is a, a perfect example. When that dude, you know, I mean, he's spending a lot of time running. He's doing things that it's like, okay, that for the most part seems pretty logical. Then towards the end, he really mans up and starts fighting back. And it's like, hold on. All right. I really like this guy now. I'm super invested. And that's why like, I, that's one of my favorites. I, I feel like you can't like put like, for instance, I've never seen a zombie movie where like they've, they've like entrapped themselves so badly though. Like it's always for me, like the thriller ones, like 28 days later, like if I'm getting chased by a horde of zombies, like my adrenaline's going, I could probably sprint a marathon at that point. Yeah. Like crazy psycho infected zombie people chasing me. But when it's like, you know, like for instance, uh, a scream, the scream killer, right. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy wearing a cloak and a mask chasing me through a house. Okay. Oh, it was it scream where like he shut the garage door on someone. Yeah, that was scream. I like, yeah, I like that part. That was a good part. That was wait, uh, where she gets stopped from the. No, no she, she like she tries to she tries to climb tries to climb under through the doggy door. Okay. Yes. Oh. And then it and then the obvious, he, he raises obvious. he raises the uh, obvious cliche is obvious. Yeah. I don't know, but but like I said, I mean, to me, like that kind of stuff honestly um, turns me off to a lot of those kind of things. But at the same time, like I don't know, it almost. Um, my scare level goes down. Like I don't get, I get more frightened in movies where I feel like the, um, the main character is acting rational. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's what I would do. And you're still in a really crappy. Oh shit. This is getting really bad. But if someone's doing something dumb, I'm like, that's dumb. I would have just done this. This isn't really scary at all. Cause I, I mean, I could have <laughs> literally just got in my car and drove away. I think, I this, think one of the yeah, best I don't know. scenarios, uh, Hold on, hold on, Jack, real quick. I'll let you speak. Uh, Josh, I'm going to have to correct you there. They always cut or take out the sparks plugs in the car first. I'm Ooh, sorry. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's funny. But like you said, um, I would just run for a really yeah. long time in a lot of these situations. My, my, my favorite cliche, I think, is uh, the when it sh- for like the teenage horror movie is like when a stranger calls mm-hmm. where she's like, she's like at home, at home alone in the house and she just keeps answering the phone. She keeps answering the phone. And then he's like she just like keeps answering and talk to him talking to this guy and she's like where are you and then eventually he's like i'm in the house <laughs> it's like wait wow if he if she just wouldn't have answered the phone after the first time or just like like left the, the phone on the a dial tone you know just like yeah left it off the hook that what the the movie plots over or just like started he pranking him. like he calls the second time and she's just like Oh, thank you for pizza. What can I get for you? <laughs> you know, or something like that. It would just totally, you know, kill the mood. <laughs> it's like I don't want to. Kill or, you. Yeah, or like he calls and she like and she's like, hey, yeah. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> no, this is what I like. You're supposed to be afraid of me. Yeah, like I just Turn, don't. turns in turns into one of the scary movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> who? <laughs> tell me, who are you? The kind of thing that I really feel like would happen, like. I don't understand why people in so many of these movies are so freaking serious all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I spend maybe five seconds out of every day being serious and the rest of the time I'm making jokes or being stupid. It's like, why is everybody in the, you know, a horror movie serious all the freaking time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jo- Josh is the jokester guy who picks up the phone and is like, I'm coming to kill you. And then Josh is just like, 
Tony, is that you? <laughs> I know that's you, Tony. Just come upside, man. I got a nice big old, uh, I got a nice big beer waiting for us. Jack, uh, Josh goes upstairs, you know, waiting on his uh, 1970 beanbag chair. And then all of a sudden, like the door creaks open. And then and then Josh is like, did you bring some of that good kush? Or like, and then Tony actually comes in. It is actually Tony. And then they both- Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. Are you, are you about to like, are you writing another horror movie? Yeah. Yes, I I do have the personality that I would probably die quick in a no. you know early's horror film. No, Josh. In my story, you were the killer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, it was called the Kush Killer. The Kush Killer. Uh, so you've been watching of, lots of these um, horror movies. Was there? One in particular that you were finally like, bum, all right, bum, that's bum. it. I need to bring this up on the podcast. Or were you just seeing a trend uh, in too many of them? Uh, it's just a trend. I mean, unfor- I, unfortunately, you know, I, I pick up on a lot of just, uh, we talk about this. I feel like I say this every every week because when movies come up and TV comes up, I'm just like, ah, I hate bad writing. Yeah. I hate, I hate, I hate poor writing. I just, it's so, there's just so many other things that they could do uh, with villains, with, main characters to get them to the same place but they're just so lazy that they're like hmm how do we kill off this guy yeah oh, i think i think he should split off from the main party go down to the to the really dark dock that has no electricity and see if he can find something for the rest of them yeah yeah he'll go by himself it'll be fine yeah that's that's a that's a good one that's never been so done but don't but doesn't jump in the water and swims away from him Cause like it, it, like if I have the scream killer chasing me, right? I'm pretty sure he can't swim too well in that big, uh, big cloak of his. <laughs> pretty sure he drown almost. I'm pretty sure that guy can't even run. Like, have you ever tried one of those things on, like a cloak? Those mm. things, like it will get caught in your between your knees. Like you can't even fully extend your legs. Like Bro, every when you decide to become a serial killer, you immediately gain the ability to teleport. <laughs> it's a known fact. It's always been like that. And you, whenever you walk, you walk actually 20 miles per hour. Because obviously they can keep up with the person that's uh, that's running, sprinting away from them, and they're just walking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I like the creative um, death scenes, and so I was I was looking at our our uh, Instagram page, trying to see which movies you had watched recently. I'm um, going back over it, and I guess Silent Hill was that last uh, last week. This time, yes. they said it was about yes. 70. I remember, and it's been a long time since I saw this movie, but there was one scene where I remember a person, I believe it's a woman, gets lifted up in the air by, what is it, like razor wire or chains or oh, something yeah. like that. A bunch of people do. Yeah. And when I saw that, my jaw dropped and I was like, holy crap, that was awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's not the part from Silent Hill where crazy. the creepy guy who's all, who's all bondaged up Starts when they changes into the uh, whatever the other side is called, and then you remember that part, Jack. Yes, it gets so, oh my god, that part's great. That part freaked me out. Yeah, oh. you know what? I so here's my thing, right? I I love horror. I love scary movies. I don't, and I I don't mind like seeing gore, like seeing quick, you know, heads being chopped off and mm-hmm. things like that. I don't like torture. I don't like seeing, uh, like the slow painful like, like in tech like the newer the newer yes oh my gosh it's that was just, that was yes man, that man. stuff is hard 
Uh, last last week, I think was house order. The week before, how's it? Um, or like, yeah. You know, last last uh, the newer Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they like he has the guy like t- tied down to the table, and he's like pulling out his tendons and his arms, yeah. and then he like takes the chainsaw and like ah. puts it straight down through the his stomach and through the table, and the girl's like underneath the table, and she can see it. Or like whenever he like picks the dudes up and like hangs them on the meat hook. Yes, that part oh, is. God, oh, yeah. bro. So like any anything like that, I just like oh, I just I cringe, but I don't mind you know like quick the quick and easy limbs being chopped and heads and all that like it's just eh whatever being people being stabbed, I think it's probably I'm just desensitized to it, but yeah this the the slow uh, torture stuff. But anyways, but no, I mean I that's, agree horror movies yeah. in general need to step up their game. Like I of course there have probably been people that have died on film in so many different ways that it's hard to be original, but still yeah. this is your freaking job. You're making a horror movie. Be original. Come up with something that when I see it on film for the first time, that I'm like, "Holy crap! I hadn't thought of that." That's good. Yeah, stuff. and like you said, I mean, even if it's even if it's something that like has been done before, like stylistically, mm-hmm. you know, just don't make the characters make stupid decisions just for the sake of getting them like them killed. You know, just it just yeah. That, that's like work. that 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 was that was sorry. You summed what I was trying to say. <laughs> I like it, but but the only all right. First of all, I can't handle eye things when it comes to anything with eyes. I can't do it in horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just freaks me out. Just do you remember now? Would you consider in Jason X when the guy falls onto the drill and they just start spinning? Uh, <laughs> that was like one of my favorite I mean, horror deaths of yeah. all time. I mean, stuff like that. I don't know. It's that was that was fine though. It's more like almost more comical. You know, it's yeah. more like gimmicky than it is anything else. You definitely uh, see you know, that. Like, and I, then I, Jason, I, Jason in space, or which is Jason X or something like that, where he picks the two, the the two uh, girl, the two naked girls up in the uh, in the sleeping bag and like hits them together. Yes, Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like okay, that should be like really painful and bad. Like it sucks, but it's like it's more funny. Yeah. than it is anything else. Well, and I think like both. Um, Eli Roth that did Hostel and, you know, Tarantino both at some point have just talked about the fact that they like doing crazy deaths just because of like, it's freaking fun to do. Like, cause we see the end result and it's like, Oh, that's a nasty thing to do to a human. They're playing around with like blood bags. Yeah. They're, yeah. Like, they're, they're like, like body parts to them. That's gotta yeah. be fun as hell. Like on that side of things. So it's like these different directors just go out there and have fun with it, you know? Yeah. I want to end. Uh, I want to end that that whole uh, loop on one one horror movie that d- never makes my list because I can't stomach to watch it again. I only watched it once, um, and if you guys haven't seen it, if you um, want to watch it, as far as uh, that goes, just once. Mm-hmm. It was another. I think Chives. Can we get a, a, a fact check on this movie? Uh, I'm not 100% sure who directed it. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Eli Roth. Um, let me, yes, Eli Roth directed it. And maybe you've heard of it. It's called The Green Inferno. Yeah, the one I about haven't. the Amazon tribe or something like that, right? So the premise is, is this uh, plane goes down in the Amazon and uh, these people run into a previously uncontacted tribe mm-hmm. of people that are cannibals and man, let me tell you what if every they show everything yeah <laughs> they show I mean, everything I so. <laughs> and it is uh, it is it was actually um 
there was a kind of a controversy around it because I mean, obviously Eli Roth likes the oh, whole, yeah. you know, he's, he's like, the, he calls himself the King of Gore or whatever. I don't know, whatever his official title is for himself or what other people, what horror aficionados have given him. Yeah. I don't consider myself a horror aficionado, so I'm not hundred percent on it, but I mean, you're up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like my horror movies, but I'm fact wise. I'm, I don't, you know, really care that much, but anyway, Ooh. um, yeah, it's a movie that, uh, for you know for gore lovers it's up there and it was actually you know blacklisted where you can't find it on a streaming service and that kind of thing yeah it's, yeah it is a uh <laughs> oh man i remember hearing about it when it was first about to come out and i was like i'm gonna see that but then i didn't ever end up seeing it which is the case with a lot of movies but yeah i definitely remember going oh i want to see that i like eli roth i like his style his movies mm-hmm. are generally pretty good um I like I've seen so much like behind the scenes stuff with him um, just because I, I like him as a person that uh, I, I find his movies. Wasn't he in Inglorious uh, Bastards? Uh, he was, yes. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Wasn't he the, the bear, the bear Jew? Jew? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. <laughs> he's just he's he's a cool person. So I like, you know, watching his movies, seeing his take on things, you know, for sure. hundred percent. Um, yeah. So that was that's the one I'll leave you guys on. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, definitely one that will leave an impression on you. Uh, that actually does remind me of my my segment, What to Watch, this week. And you will be ha- happy to know that I actually have one for you to watch. Ooh, something oh to God. watch. Okay. Something to watch and not what not to watch. So switching things up a bit, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just because you uh, gave me your little spiel last week. So apparently I don't like anything. Yeah. Uh, but no, I started watching... Uh, the Haunting of Hill House on okay, Netflix yes, is a yes, Netflix yes, yes. original, and it is. I'm um on episode four or five. Okay, so I'm about halfway through, and so far it is excellent. The writing is awesome. Is stellar. Uh, they they're going back. They they hop back and forth between present time and past to give you kind of like what's going on and why things are happening the way that they're happening. I love timeline and, jumps. And, there, yeah, there is no um, like a lister as far as you know, like you mm-hmm. know, big star in it. So that's there's no one to distract you, right? A lot of times, whenever you have like a list people in there, you only see them in what they've previously played in, and you're like, Ugh, I can't watch this person. For example, uh, Solo, the Star Wars story, having Amelia Clark, while she's a great actress and you know is awesome in Game of Thrones, having her in Star Wars, you're just like. Uh, I just why? saw that movie this week, and I, I have a point to make about that once you're done with your spill, because I, yes. I would like to to make a, a mention of that. So, <laughs> so, so, so I don't have Netflix, right? Would you write, is it worth $13 to see? A human being. What all right, first of all, mean? I didn't need it because there wasn't anything to watch on there currently. Oh, there's plenty of things on uh, uh, Punisher season three just I came out or not Punisher, uh, since 1993, whatever. Okay. First of all, Netflix wasn't around in 93. So it was, let, let, hold on. since hold you on. could pay hold for on. Netflix, Josh, I've had Josh. a subscription. I never pay attention to it. It's been coming out of my account every <laughs> month. There have been months where when you, you, they meld like the disc to you, I would have three discs mm-hmm. sitting at my house yeah, for same. months and months on end and would never cancel my account. Like, yeah. I, it blows my mind when people don't have Netflix. Cause I'm Josh, just, just calm yeah. your tits for a second. Okay. <laughs> so, so is it worth watching? Yes. 
Okay. Now, is it just like a one season off and then it's gone? Or? Um, I don't know, actually. I I would think so. I think it's just going to be a one. That's like a, like a mini series just because although I don't know how it's going to end. So, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. But besides that, though, there's a lot of stuff that they've added for Halloween. There's a lot of good horror movies, good horror series. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there now. I mean, like I said, Daredevil season three just came out. Punisher season two is going to be coming out next year. So there's definitely a lot on on there to watch. It's not amazing. I don't I don't think Netflix is like in all its glory that it used to be. But besides the point, I keep I keep straying off my off point here. Um, Haunting a Hill House definitely a a, a a watch. It's definitely a recommend to watch. Which again is not like me to give you things to to go see. I'm always saying don't watch this, yeah. don't watch that. So definitely something to check out. Um, last week I said not to watch Castle Rock or whatever it was i think it's castle rock that's what it is yeah. i hate i hate it i hated it so much that i don't even remember i think it was castle rock yeah i'm reiterating the fact that you should not watch that i had to get that in there um but yeah haunting a hill house definitely check that out for sure um definitely a, a recommend for me i'm i'm super excited to finish it and so. you're you said you're on episode four so far out of four or five yeah i don't yeah i think there's nine or ten chives you can check on that for me mm-hmm. not 100 percent uh, uh eight eight episodes okay oh that's sad thank you Chaz. he is so wrong what are you talking about the haunting of hill house yeah yeah there's 10 okay. oh chives uh chives? Are you okay <laughs> uh hang on i'm I gonna have to actually, go talk to him real quick i actually don't think chives even looked it up i think he just was like these guys and just like <laughs> threw out a number <laughs> i don't even think he looked it up yeah. guys i'm not i'm not that petty come on let's be real <laughs> um yeah so um so yeah definitely definitely check out the haunting of hill house my 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 recommend um scariness um what what's your oh do you have a um a, like a, a tombstone a scary meter? yeah scary meter jack's jack's scary meter yeah uh, i need to, i need to perfect that term we'll figure out something else yeah. something better jack scarrow meter uh it had a five i would say it gets uh it probably uh, it's probably a 3.5 skulls out of five. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not really scary. There's a little bit of like jump scare, but it's this, it's a little, it's a little freaky, a little disturbing. Yeah. I only say that because like it's, it lingers on the side of like, it's believable, right? Mm-hmm. If you even have any sort of, I like that, any sort of uh belief in the paranormal at all. It's something that like, you're like, okay. I could see this, right. you know, this scary story happening. So, how about how about Grave Master Jack's Fearometer? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Grave Master, Grave Ma- I like that. Grave Master, yes. Fearometer. Uh, I give it. I give it a three, three, three point five skulls out of five on my fearometer. With this being your first one, it's hard for me to really base it. So, like, yeah. I would need to see you face some other movies so I'd go, okay, well, apparently you're not afraid of anything, so this one's going to terrify me. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, yeah that's, that's true. That's true. I mean, I'm very, like, numb when it comes to scary well, movies. Well, it's anyway, also it's so weird that everyone has their is. own tics. Like you said, like, yeah, yeah. you know, with uh, the torture and stuff with you that you're like, ah, no, don't like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, Green Inferno is, like, a probably a 4.5, 4.6. My, probably may, like, pushing 4.8 out of 5 for me as far as... I need to watch Because it's just all gore. The whole thing is just gore and just uncomfortableness. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. You know what I mean? So, for me, that's just something that's, like, Hostel's up there. Hostel's over 4 on the fear meter. Yeah. Um, what else? 
what else? Our house of a thousand corpses is, you know, close to a four, probably like a 3.9. Yeah. Devil's rejects right around the same ish, maybe a little lower on that one. That's but, uh, yeah, I felt like the devil's rejects was much more like, I don't know. It's a little tamer. Well, it was more, I I really liked the characters. Um, I cheered on the characters more in devil's reject than I did when I was first, when I was first meeting them, they were crazy. They were cool, but I wasn't really going like, yeah, kill that person. Where in devil's rejects, I was like, I like you guys. I want you to go on a freaking rampage right now. (laughs) I don't know why the the difference between. So like, um, yeah, I, yeah. 100%. 100%. Gotcha. <laughs> so, We're on the I same mean, like, page. Like, I understand like the uh, the diversity of fear that's in different movie games, but one thing that's definitely scary to me is uh, uh, the evolution of uh, mobile games. <laughs> that's not scary. <laughs> it's not. Oh. It's not. But but it's something I'd like to talk about. Okay. I'd like to talk about it too. Perfect. I, I, honestly, I would, I, would like to, uh, I would like to hear Yeah, because I don't line. have any games on my phone. You have not a single game. Not uh, one game. Let's see. Uh, I have, have Pokemon. Pokemon. Yep, that's it. Okay, that involves exercise. All right, I guess I can find. All right, fine. <laughs> fine. Pokemon Go is a video game. It's okay. definitely a game. It's not. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all. All right, but so you guys, so what? Base it to me. Give me the first uh, mobile video game that you guys can remember. The very first mobile video game that you guys can remember. I'm not All asking right, for so, like the first one. I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. What, what are we considering mobile game? Anything yeah. that has a digital screen can be pixelated. Can I be played a ton of Snake on my little. No, no, uh, no, no. My little old school phone. No, I mean way, way before that. Like, I wait, had, like I'm talking Tamagotchi. I'm talking like anything that had pixels. No, think and, about think about the handheld games. Do you remember the handheld games that used to come out that would be like. You'd have Street Fighter, you'd have the Ninja Turtles, and they were like they were the little game pads. Oh yeah, you, it was only that game, right? Yeah. I had a bowling one. I had what was the what was the old Nintendo one? The one where like you flipped fries and burgers, and like you'd have to catch it. Burger it was like time. the game. Right? Was that the one? Was yeah, that it? Burger Time? Okay, that was like old school. That was like Atari, but I don't think it was mobile. No, the it's 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 like it's got like the little tiny uh, pixelated. Uh, um, uh, uh, short, all black guy with like the big, uh, with the big nose. Um, he South doesn't Park? have any eyes. Is that Chef? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> the um, the he's like the little tiny avatar guy. I can't remember what his called. I can't hey remember. kids, I don't know. It, it upsets me. I can't remember what his name was. He 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 would like you would flip something, blah blah, and then would, like uh, you would have to catch it, and then like there'd be a cat that tries to swipe the food in the middle of the air. You know, without telling me the name, can you get Chives to like look it up or like what's the deal here? I don't know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, we'll, we'll get no Chives idea. to go it up. But uh, what, what's the what's the first mobile game you can remember? That's it, man. I'm telling you, those handheld the handheld games, uh, bowling, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles handheld game. I had a uh, Street Fighter one. You know, that's like it, think of the. I don't know if you remember them. You might have been you might have been uh, too young, Luch, but. Think of like oh, a whoa. Game Boy, right? But it's a an actual gamepad. So you have like the A B button, and mm-hmm. then you have like a up, down, left, right, and like pad. And it's like the the little digital black and white screen in the middle, so you can see what's going on, uh, and and have like the whole the whole buttons. But it was you know the batteries went in, and that was the only game. There was no cartridge. That's, it was just like, that's it. That's what it was, Mister Game and Watch, the Game and Watch. Gay man, watch the what game. Is, what are you trying to push watch. off on us? No, yeah, he was in um, Super Smash Brothers. 
Yes, Game & Watch. It was like one of the first Nintendo like handheld systems. Okay. Did you play Mr. Game & Watch? Did you play um, Smash Brothers, Jack? Uh, Smash Brothers on 64, yes. Okay. So This one, so, I think he's... The first time he was brought in was the GameCube version. Yeah, so I didn't play that one. Okay. So so the Game & Watch... Kate, let me show you how old like the Game & Watch is. So the first Game Boy came out in 1989. The Game & Watch came out 10 years prior. So 1979. Wow. That's interesting. And it was, it was like it was like really popular in like the 1980s. I can yeah, I can that. imagine. That's like Atari came out in what year? Uh, I think Atari came out in what, 80? 81? Something like that, I feel like. It was a while ago. I'm I'm four years off. It came out September 11th, 1977. Thank you, Chives. Appreciate that fact. You just pushed the note onto my table. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, uh, he's so he, it's amazing how you can teleport in between. Uh, oh, yeah, it's like no. a hive mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, appreciate that, Chives. Uh, September 11th, 1977. Atari came out. Um, but I mean, yeah. So mobile wise, though, I mean, the first thing I remember, I had my cousin got the the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, Super Mario 3, I want to say, on the Game oh, yeah. Boy. No, no, no. Super Mario 3 was on the um, uh, Nintendo. Well, no. I know that it came out on Nintendo, but there was a Super Mario World, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah there, there was like, okay. Yeah. On, uh, yeah, GameCube. And then uh, Tecmo Football. Yeah. Or NFL Quarterback Club. I remember that. There was a glitch on NFL Quarterback Club where you – if you did a, a straight screen pass to the right side of the right side of the field, the wide receiver would catch the ball and just instantly just teleport to the end zone. It was for a touchdown. It was amazing. Well, so you just, what you're saying is you're a cheater. Yes. I mean, you could just run the score up and, and win the Super Bowl. But like, but like if you think about like mobile games going all the way from 1980 with like Mr. Game and watch all the way to 2018, where like now mobile games can play games like Fortnite and like PUBG. Mm hmm. Like games that require a massive amount of people. I mean, keep in mind they're awful. <laughs> but like now, they're it's not like, good games. But I mean, you can now with the amount them. of power that like a phone has, like you can play some insane games on them. It's like and it's it's crazy. And like I still have a Game Boy. I love playing my Game Boy. You uh, have a DS, a color. What do you have? Three DS XL okay. scrub. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, what do you what are you gonna do? Um, but um, but like I mean, like but think about that though. Like it's a, a Nintendo 3DS. It's like it's in 3D. Yeah, no, I mean, again, this goes back to what I was talking about last week, you know, as, as artificial intelligence and AI and just advancement in technology in the past five to 10 years, you know, we're, we're exponentially leaping forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now our phones have so much computing power, like you said, that you can play these games that you can also play on your PC. You can do the same things you can on your mobile handheld device that you can do on a full out desktop rig. It's crazy. And, you know, in the future, it's it's not going to it's not going to slow down it's not going to get you know you can do vr you can play vr games off your phone you know so you have the whole virtual reality world it's going to end up being to where your 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 mobile device is literally your computer battle station or you you know whether you're sitting at home playing on a on a full out mouse and keyboard or you're playing on the go you're just going to be able to do the same things wherever you go play the same games uh, you know, when you sit down at your desktop, instead of having a tower and a, and a, and a case with all of your your rig, you're just going to plug your phone in. Well, I mean, that's that's ports. where that's where like Nintendo's going with like the switch. 
Yeah, exactly. Like that thing's nearly as small as like, you know, the like uh, 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 3DS nowadays. I mean, obviously it's a little bit bigger, but then you got things like uh, um, uh, like the Razer and the Steam Link where you, like you can play yeah. like your PC games from like uh, a monitor on a controller. And then like my favorite handheld system, the PSP, greatest one ever in existence. It's amazing. Uh, like like when you had like the tiny disc that you would slide in there right. and then close it, it was like the best feeling in the world. And like the graphics on that were insane. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a Steam Link, and I mean, I don't know. The technology is just uh, is like I said, is only leaping forward exponentially. And um, I it, it's crazy to think about where I was as a child versus even where you were as a child versus where the kids in two thousand were child are as a child. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? No, I was just like because you're like when I was oh, a yeah. child, when you were a child, when child yeah. was child. When Chives was a child, um, yeah, no, it just you know me, me and my childhood versus you and yours, and then versus like the kids in the two thousands. You know, somebody that's that was born in the year two thousand is eighteen years old, is an adult. Yeah, <laughs> like it's nuts, right? So to the people that are born in the past ten years, to the people that will be you know be born this year, and for and that kind of thing, you know, this is the, the kind of technology that they're going to grow up with. You know, I had to, I had to put my Nintendo cartridge under my shirt and blow through the top of it for the superstition that that would make my Nintendo <laughs> right. work. Heck you yeah. know what I mean? To now, it's like my when my computer freezes in black screen or whenever I download Call of Duty and it freezes whenever I launch, and I get so upset because I'm like, the multi-billion-dollar company can't even make a game right. I can't even start it on my two-thousand-dollar PC. Like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe this. I'm not going to deal with this. You know, and. and Back then, I was just like looking for two hours worth of game time, and I had to leave my my Nintendo plugged in and turned on because there's no saving. <laughs> you have to like yeah. you pause it, and you had to come back to it and pick it up. And if somebody like if the power went out, or if your mom turned it off, then like that was it. Like I know, yeah. isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's definitely it is, but it's what, what along, I don't understand. And I don't know if it's just something with me at the fact, like I said, Pokemon is, is literally the only game I have on my phone. I don't ever play games on my phone. Um, like I, I never really got into it. Even when, I mean, like I got a decent phone, like it's not like there's anything wrong with it, but I just got out of playing games on my phone. I don't know if maybe I just didn't get the right one and or whatever, but I mean, I would say like my kids enjoy doing that kind of stuff much more than than I do at this point. And I've always been a I, yeah. big gamer. I think it's it's generational too, though, because I would much rather sit in front of a larger screen with a controller or yeah, keyboard and mouse and play than like look at my phone because I need I need to use my phone for work. I need to use my phone to send text messages, to look at apps mm-hmm. and other things. Like I I can barely even like watch netflix on my phone because i'll get like notifications popping up and have to take a call and yeah. I do this like i can't even use my phone for games because i have to i'm always doing something else so if i'm going to play a mobile game i'm going to play you know i'm going to get a nintendo or you know something like that that i can play and then still have my phone to use on the side yeah you know or a tablet or something i don't know that's just my opinion yeah and it makes Which, where you, different where, people too because i knew growing up that there were some kids that were diehard game boy kids and to me like it was fun but you know if i didn't play that a lot unless it was like we're gonna be in the car and i have no other options 
Like I wasn't one of those kids that played it when sitting around the house. And I knew a lot of kids that were that way. Oh, for sure. Um, Luch, where were you uh, wrapping up the, like bringing that around the corner too? But I mean, the only thing I can say from that is um, like, I can't even fathom what games will be like, you know, in the next five, 10, 15 years, whether we're putting like an electrode on our head, that'll knock us out for five (laughs) minutes. And then we're in some kind of virtual conscious game world for three hours i don't know where it's going to be like i I, yeah i have no idea where we're going to be i wish ready player one would be i know right i mean but that's the thing though is that that goes back to our ai discussion last week is you know where's the line right do we end up becoming just these like mindless clones that just send our our robot self out into the world to experience virtual reality while we just lay at home in a in a tube you know what i mean like at what point does it First of all, from, Ready Player One, you exercised, okay? You had to run on treadmills and you have to, you know... No, no, no. I was more thinking of like... I was referencing the movie Surrogate. Oh, okay. I thought you combined said with, with Ready Player One. No, I did. I was just combined, like combining the two. You know, that's that world. It's a very tightrope-ish line to walk between like actually a good, fun virtual reality world. I mean, even in Ready Player One at the end, they had to like put in mand- mandatory breaks because people would just, you know. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I don't even know what I would do in Ready Player One because, I mean, people like Shroud, Karma, they'll pwn all of us, just destroy us. Hey, that's only if you go into, like, the fighting worlds, man. You can do so much stuff. Well, you know people. You could. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think Ready Player One had probably the best description of how gaming would go in, like, if it ever went that direction. Yeah, you can just, there's, like, the virtual chats and, like, the, the other games, MMO style, the fighting games, like... A horror game. There's just like not, so much not, stuff you could do. Not to mention that I have no idea how they got that many trademarks into one movie. That was pretty. It <laughs> was uh, incredible. That was it pretty was crazy, my friend. <laughs> when you know people that know people that know people. You saw like Gundam and Godzilla at the end of it. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, everybody, everybody. Um, speaking of everybody, speaking of I, nothing in even in particular, um. Josh. Yes. Artist of the week, my friend. Ooh, yay. (laughs) Time for artist of the week. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, (laughs) I, um, Jack, I don't know if you're familiar with this band. Um, Luch, I'm pretty sure you probably don't know who it is. Um, but try me, bitch. (laughs) This band, I have to say, um, I, I'm a big supporter of this band for a couple different reasons. Um, one of the main ones is it is very, very hard to make anything cool with my last name, um, which is Brown. Um, Zach Brown band? Are you yeah. going to hit us with a country brand? <laughs> what the hell is happening? So is that a cool name? No, it's not at all. It's stupid. Just like the Cleveland <laughs> Browns are the stupidest team in football. <laughs> um, is it uh, Browns in the Bowl? It's a band called The Browning, and these guys uh, okay. are freaking awesome. I have been obsessed with them over the past week. Once I was trying to figure out who was I going to do as my uh, my next band of the week, they have a new album coming out on October 26th. So you only got a couple more days. It's called Geist. And so The Browning, oh. these guys... It's it. So how it all started off was um, basically. I think I think in 2005 in Kansas City, right? 
Thanks, pretty good. Thanks, pretty appreciate good. It. Appreciate so, it. Yeah, the uh, the vocalist from uh, a deathcore band decided to break off, do his own little solo project, um, and from there, kind of built up uh, a band around them. And I mean, this is the kind of music that I, I listen to when I want something heavy, hard, but also with a good beat. Because um, I feel like a lot of time there's there's some bands that they try going so hard that it's like they forget how to play instruments and they just really just bang on a lot of shit. Um, yeah. That these guys and the Browning, they are heavy, but it's, it's good. The whole time I'm banging my head to it. Like I'm flowing with the music cause they are, I guess the, if you were to look up the, the wiki on them, that they're considered like electronic core, um, maybe like crunk core is the the description that they use, which probably gives no example whatsoever. So what you want to do is go into YouTube, type in the Browning and type in bloodlust and just listen to that song. And then you may go like, well, Josh, I can't understand what they're saying. So I don't know if I like this kind of music. <laughs> and it's, yeah, um, yeah. well, yeah, that's, that's why, you know, Jesus invented Google. So you can look up, lyrics to songs and figure out what they're saying it's it's not really that complicated i'm pretty sure that's who it was i, I mean you may have to fact check me on that but um chives check and see who invented google <laughs> see see if uh, jesus invented google. i'm pretty sure it was but uh but no like it, that kind of shit drives me nuts when people will, will sit here and you know songs like gangnam style and despacito will get like the number one song in the world. And it's like, you have you have heard no them? freaking idea what is being said in that. I know you have you, no idea. You walk, all right, you go and you get a burrito and you tell me that Despacito is not the best song to listen to when you're eating a burrito that's, and having you're some You're only saying that because it's, it rhymes with Despacito. No, that's the thing. Despacito. I'm not even talking trash about that song. I'm just saying that no one has any freaking clue what they're saying in that song, but they still like it. But yet they hear my music and they're like, Pachito, I don't know what they're Pachito. saying, so I don't Pachito. like it. No, you just don't like it because it's too heavy. That's okay. Yeah. Like I, I too, too metal, whatever yeah, too people metal. just don't like that kind of stuff. And I'm perfectly fine with that, but don't get they me. They just don't understand your art. I don't, I don't know what they're saying. Kind of, <laughs> but yes, Josh, did you have like, did you have like a really long black hair that went over one of your eyes and then you had to like flip it over? No, uh, I never dyed my hair sound. black. I always went platinum blonde um, with my long hair. Mom, you never understand their true art. <laughs> That's definitely an email kid, though. You got that. Right? I was, I was the one with the long, with the long hair over one eye back in the day. Hell yeah, mom, they just understand me as who I was. Exactly, you just don't get it. They understand me as the artist formerly known as Jack. like you ever could. Anyways. Anyways, the Browning, huh? All right, I'll, I'll give them a listen. I actually have never heard of them. Uh, I'm surprised. That's you. You got you definitely. I will, got I will shoot them a listen. Excellent. Listen. So I would. Yeah, uh, yeah. My well, basically, YouTube's super awesome about playing like the popular ones by a band. When you look up one song, so like I said, start with Bloodlust. If you like that enough, it'll probably throw you into another one, um, like Pure Evil or Dragon. Those are both good ones. And then uh, their new song that that they just released this single Geist for the new upcoming CD, which is October the 26th. That song I've had on repeat. 
What's that? Carnage. It's called Carnage, right? Uh, no, no, no. So Carnage was one of their other ones. I do like that one, but they they just released a song called Geist. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's I don't it's not showing up under their singles for some reason, but yeah, you can find it on on YouTube or um, cool. probably Spotify as well. And yeah, they're killer killer tracks, like heavy, 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 but then have like that cool um, metal keyboard electronic trance stuff going on in the background that oh yeah it just hits me in the right spot <laughs> well, I, will, I will i will definitely give them a listen i'll leave it up to my spotify uh uh randoms perfect same bam i like it excellent good deal you know what that does that the browning was the final boss Ooh. And you that's have such completed. A, that's such a shitty boss name. <laughs> Level five, the Browning. We have, encounter, we have encountered the Browning. It's hard to have something cool with Brown. I'm, I, uh, you know, commend them for for trying. Just literally a giant glob of Brown. Right. Brown. Uh, there's a there. Uh, back in the day, uh, when bass drops were mm-hmm. were cool, we used to call that the Brown note. Oh yeah, because whenever whenever bands would hit the hit the bass drop, you you would shit your pants. Yeah, buddy. I love it. <laughs> So, but I mean, hey, the Browning. We'll we'll check it out. That was the final boss. Thank you, both of you, for being here mm-hmm. and helping. As me always, with it's not like you could do this show by yourself. That's true. Uh... Don't don't even try, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and then thank you for the, for. Uh, I'm talking to the listeners, not to you two anymore. Uh, for being here oh. for level five and for cl- completing level five and uh, on to level six, which is the commemorative halloween edition of the bonus level podcast coming straight to you next wednesday october 31st on halloween level six is just uh right then we'll almost be about uh uh half of the way there in terms of uh uh decimal wise so we only have about i think what 1987 more episodes left perfect that's great awesome anyways uh do you guys have any clothing? Cl- clothing. Closing thoughts. Jeez. Um, well, uh, we realized that Josh has a lot to talk about customer service. <laughs> and I felt that we were very uh, informative. And uh, Josh uh, likes the color brown. <laughs> <laughs> the browning. Anyway. Comes to the last uh, name. Thanks for completing level five from... Uh, all of us here at the bonus level yeah, podcast. I'm sorry for ranting so much today. Um, I don't know if you guys have been counting because I have, but I am now 21 days without a cigarette. I want to murder Love people it. all the time. <laughs> uh, okay. Jack, stop him before you rant. So right. You guys, late, later taters. <laughs> Anyways, yes. From all of us, thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Adios.